0: Because together, everyone achieves more. Now,
2: here is your host, Dave
0: Stahl.
1: All right, folks, welcome to SDORC Dirt Radio, FM 961, AM 1170.
2: The answer. The
1: segment's brought to you by Alpha Site Logistics, serving the Imperial Valley for over 20 years. They offer portable toilets, hand wash stations, hand wash trailers, shade trailers, dumpsters, and a whole lot more. So if you're planning an event out in the Imperial Valley, give them a call at 760 352 8383. And they will be able to hook you up. They're licensed. They have all the permits. And you can visit them on Facebook at com slash logistics. All right, folks, what's new in the wonderful world of off-road?
2: Oh, happy July 3rd, 4th of July weekend. Uh, uh, it's a wonderful day today. Spending the weekend with family and friends and barbecuing and having a wonderful time i um, excited to hear about Friends of Oceano Dunes and what's going on out there. Today this is their last day to purchase tickets for um, their Genesis Overnighter. Uh, it's a beautiful RV with a rear travel. Uh, is that a uh, toy travel. hauler? Or a, yeah. Home? Well, it's not. It's a toy hauler, but the rear part of it is open where you would have like the, your side-by-side so like side or a Jeep like a so you truck? could fit a Jeep on the back of, of the the toy so it's hauler like a
3: truck. It's like outside, and then the inside is in front of that.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It's called the Overnighter. Yeah. I I'm excited for it. I've bought some tickets for awesome. it. So nice. yep. Tomorrow, July 4th, they call the winner of it. I'm excited. Uh, they've been pushing hard. Tickets are one dollar. You can go to org and buy your raffle tickets today until eight o'clock tonight. They're a dollar a ticket, and hopefully. You throw your name in the in the hat, and we'll see tomorrow. I'm excited. Uh, We'll
3: see who wins. So there is other stuff going on in Oceana Dunes. For those of you who are not quite up to speed, um, Oceana Dunes is a state park on the beach, and you can drive off-road vehicles on the beach and in the sand dunes inland. There's about a square mile or so of land that you can drive around on, and people have been gunning for the place trying to close it for for, uh, 20-something years. And last year, the California Coastal Commission had a unanimous vote to end off-roading at that park. It's kind of a tragedy to people like Audrey and myself. Pull your mic. Um, Okay. And um, there's an organization, Friends of Oceana Dunes, the ones Audrey was talking about with the raffle for the, the toy hauler. They are very serious about keeping the place open. And they have filed three lawsuits to keep it open. One of the lawsuits went before the judge this past week. Uh, The San Luis Obispo County Superior Court, they rejected a motion by the California Coastal Commission to dismiss the lawsuit. And what happens in these kind of lawsuits is frequently the defendant Says to the judge, "This is a frivolous lawsuit. Will you please, will you please dismiss it?" And they brought up a number of of reasons why they thought it should be dismissed. And the judge said, "Nope, the lawsuit is moving forward." And it looks like it's going to be heard in court in March of twenty twenty three. So, uh, however long we have, so until between now and then, this and this this is an interesting lawsuit. I'd never heard of one like this before. Normally, they're CEQA, NEPA. They're, they're, that would be about the environmental law that they're supposed to follow. But this one's called a quiet title lawsuit. And it says that if off-roading had, had been taking place there before it became a state park for more than five years on private property when it was private, that it continue, can that, operate, that use of the land can continue indefinitely. And so they filed this lawsuit, and it's moving forward. It's kind of exciting. It's a neat way to look at it. And if this lawsuit prevails, I think that uh, could set a precedent in other areas in California to allow more off-road vehicle use. So it's pretty exciting, and I'm glad it passed this step because not every lawsuit does. A lot of lawsuits, people file it just to make a harassment
2: I know that Friends of Oceana Dunes has reached out and asked if anybody was out in the early 70s and late 60s, with, and their, 60s with their even. families, um, you know, even further back than that, the 50s and 60s. But if you were out with your families and you used to go ride and play with the early Myers Manxes back in the 60s and the 70s, um, you know, reach out to Friends of Oceana Dunes. We need your family pictures. They, we need wanna you. We want to talk to you. Um, yeah, we need. maybe
3: you can help them with this Lawsuit. Your why not family reach out to Bruce Myers?
2: And, and Family Story. Um, that's a well, good idea. Yeah, Bruce, you know that he well, passed not? away, but definitely his wife or his, his kids. His wife's still around. Yeah, his, he just passed away last year, but his wife or his kids, definitely. Um, I'm
1: sure they've got tons of
3: pictures.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's an excellent idea. I'll have to check that over to Jim Sudie and ask if, they, oh, yeah. if they've they done you that. you spoken
3: to them? Yeah, the, you know, it seems kind of obvious, but maybe... Um, that's just what we need. The start a Bruce Meyer memorial, which is another reason to keep
1: it open.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a really excellent. I mean, he
1: is the father of the dune buggy. I
3: mean, yeah.
2: It. Yeah. And they did a lot of riding right there at Oceano Dunes. That's for sure.
3: I don't know. Did you guys see the picture of the early car like 100 plus years ago? It's a car and all that's left are the, the wheels, the frame and the engine. And there's one seat. Everything else has been removed. They made well, it as small as light back, as possible. Yeah, yeah. like in the yeah teens. back in the
2: day, that's what it was. It was nothing but you had you had nothing but your drive shaft, <laughs> your your wheels. You're just your, sitting you had there. A tiny Volkswagen. You're sitting right motor behind in the engine. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A well, little bucket. it went farther.
1: It went farther back than that. It Model T's. Yeah. Model A's, you just took the bodies off, yep. and you could go
3: off-roading with them. I mean, right into the dunes, anyway.
2: Oh, yeah. but
3: There's a famous picture at Oceana Dunes of a car that's just is the bare minimum of what it would take to drive. Oh, and yeah. it's just sitting out there on the sand. So the um, Friends of Oceana Dunes is saying that the Coastal Commission abused its discretion. So the California Coastal Act g- gave the... Uh, It created the Coastal Commission and it gave them a variety of powers. And our friends of Oceana Dunes um, are saying that they abused their discretion. They went, what they did was above and beyond the California Coastal Act. It's very
2: interesting to see how that will play out, especially with the ruling that just came out this last week of what happened in the federal courts um, with the EPA and oh, and, and dictating one. their power. Um, you know, although this is the state of California, and I don't foresee. California following federal and how that went but but with the with the EPA's power being you know not not taken away in any way shape or form but limited you know I wonder if if California will try to limit the Coastal Commission and and their reach? No, they're
1: not going to limit it. Are you kidding? It's all about control.
2: Yes, I mean it, it is definitely all about control.
1: And it would be, but the, a, you know, they don't. Those aren't
2: even uh, elected officials. Those are appointed people that get put onto the commission. Yeah, they're not even elected. So exactly, them. if it's going to have that much power and they're going to have that much reach and dictatorship over the coastal line, basically, and what happens on the coast, then to me, those should be elected officials and not appointed officials the
1: minute they close oceana dunes the following weekend Newsom and his family will be out on the sand with their tent <laughs> with a barbecue and their whole family and
2: his
3: wine and he'll just
1: say it's his beach and he can do what he wants with it you have no control you watch you don't think that those people won't? Because uh, then they'll have it all to themselves.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just it's what the developers want. it's what, yep. the, it's what the housing Take track right there wants. What trilogy wants right there is see, to, a to million stop
3: Californians enjoying it every or a, a few dozen wealthy homeowners. If you think yeah. our state cares about us, your
1: car raising. All right, let's take a quick break. This is S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 96.1 AM
2: 1170.
1: The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170.
2: The Answer.
1: Segment brought to you by Wayne Miller Tire. If you're looking for tires, well, I tell you, Wayne Miller can hook you up. Everything from a passenger car to a Jeep to a truck, To a semi, to an RV, to a motorhome, a trailer, you name it. If it's round and rubber, Wayne can hook you up. What's his phone number?
2: 619-596-2800.
1: All right. So we had a little bit of good news. Politically speaking, uh, if I seem a little negative, it's because I don't have absolutely no faith in our uh, state government. Even though we try really hard to elect people in the right position and hopefully people that will back us like the Joel Andersons of the world and the Brian Jones of the world. But it's such a small group fighting such a large group of uh, people that really don't want us um, uh, Californians to enjoy anything, to be real honest with you. I mean, we've got the most beautiful state in the union and, you know, we're being penalized. For living here which is totally insane yeah This yeah. pete
3: wilson yeah he was a, a a very good uh mayor and congress well, yeah. uh senator and governor yeah he was a california Calif- he was a true californian so. so audrey was talking about the vehicle that's uh the trailer that's the raffle prize and it's a trailer you would need a tr- like a one-ton truck to pull it a one-ton that you would need that much yeah how big, big is it it's 40 foot
2: um, I'm not exactly sure because I don't know how big the living space is, but you can fit a side-by-side or a Jeep on the back of it. Oh um, and then, and then you have the living space of it too. So I got to assume that's at least like a 27, 30 foot trailer. Yeah, but you would one ton.
3: Well, sure. three quarter could do it. Yeah. You'd, you'd be happy with a one ton. The, the nice thing about that is your vehicle is on the outside. Most toy haulers, you bring your vehicle inside to the living space and if there's any, uh, any oh, smells like coming a, off of it, or this is like a back dirt. porch. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hmm. like a truck bed on the back of the. Interesting. So your vehicle's on the outside. Your living space is is separated from that. So that's you, a really neat idea. Then you got to have a
1: you better chain that thing down, or somebody will steal yeah, but, it.
3: Well, yeah, you got to. Well, a lot of people they they go from their house to the place and then back. They they don't stop along the way much. But so that's no. a neat prize. Well, that's kind of cool. That's a neat prize. Yeah. Well, yeah. Quite an overhang. Uh,
2: I'll, I'm going to throw down 20 more bucks today before 8 o'clock. Oh, good just luck. To, yeah, I think we've already spent, when I think gonna, I've already spent like 50 on it.
1: When are you going to go buy a truck?
2: Um, I have a truck. <laughs> what a do you big mean? truck? Yeah, so a I've got a, I've got 250 7.3 liter diesel 4x4 oh, that's built to the tilt.
1: Had no
3: idea.
2: Well, yeah, it's just been in and out of the shop for the last year and a half to two years, ever since we decided to up the injectors and fix the tuner on it and mm-hmm. do the whole nine yards. Now right. the electrical is not talking to, the no, tuner is not, not talking to some, I don't, I, I'm what? so frustrated with it, it's Ford not does even funny. In,
1: Ford does that intentionally. Yeah. And the aftermarket thinks they know more than the factory. <laughs> And you can't take it back to the factory because oh, no. the factory won't talk to you because oh, uh, you put an aftermarket component in it. Yep. And I guarantee you, if you'd have left it alone, you'd be three hundred thousand miles down the road.
2: It no, it's already well, it's already had its three hundred thousand. It had a new it needed a new odor, new motor and for what I wanted to do with it and, and everything, it, it needed the thirty thirty yeah, injectors. All your, all and your, it needed all
1: the, your vehicles belong no, in this shop. No. No. The only one that's not in there is what?
2: I can't help it. I'm a good driver. I like to use and abuse my vehicles. I like to test the limits um, and make them do what they are supposed to. I like to.
1: to abuse my vehicles. Okay. Was well, that the same sentence? Uh, it was yeah. all in the same sentence. It was
2: all set. in the same
1: sentence.
2: <laughs> okay. Audrey I take is care a heck of, them. of a good driver. It's like, not like I don't take care of them. That's why they keep going back to the shop.
1: See, that's why, you know, that little Silverado <laughs> ZR2, I'm out there driving. And if you leave it oh, alone. Oh, that was nice. That was if you really leave nice. Leave it I alone. Know. I like the blue too. You can get oh, 300000 out of it. You never have to take check the out
2: Dave's LinkedIn or his Facebook or Dave's Instagram. Yeah. It's got a nice blue XR2. Glacier oh blue. man, you could fit
3: four adults in there and two dirt bikes in the
1: back. That's a nice truck. It saved yeah. Dave. Well, with the I,
2: I would say Ultra. four. that I would say four dirt bikes in the back of that and four uh, adults, no problem.
1: Stabila track maybe one, two, two. Stabila track locking differentials. You take them uh, all apart. It's got yes. it all. It's
3: a great truck. I Pull a there. trailer. Great, great, great
1: truck. So, anyway, what else you got?
3: So, uh, we're watching a bill, a SB 894. Brian Jones is carrying it. This bill will make it so that, uh, racing motorcycles can continue to be registered in the state. This um, is the
2: red sticker, green. It, this is the to, red sticker bill. Yes.
3: So, where is that bill? So, that bill is. So, it went all the way through the state Senate, and now it's over at the state assembly. And, uh,. Brian Jones' uh, legislative staffer, uh, Daniela Parsons, is worried about it going through the uh, Assembly Appropriations uh, Committee. So she asked me to have a consult with her this week. So we're going to be talking. Why is she worried? uh, Last year, that's where the same bill died. Hmm. It got held by uh, Lorena Gonzalez-Fletcher at that committee. What makes
1: you think it's going to go past that crazy lady?
3: Uh, well, she's not in she's the assembly gone. anymore. Oh. And the bill has been amended so that some of the stuff that bothered her and her friends has been taken out of the bill. Mm-hmm. And and this is kind of a watered down bill now. We, it So the people that um, had a problem with it have, have been um, helped. But people like me, the amendments have hurt us. And it, mm-hmm. the bill doesn't do that much for us anymore. It only allows you to. Get the registration. It, so, yeah. So it doesn't like help us racing it out in the desert. So, I, I think the bill is going to fly through. I don't know why she's worried. Yeah, but upset if it's not going to do, do any good, what's, no, it'll do a little bit. You'll be able to register. Right now, if you have a 2022 off road motorcycle, racing motorcycle, you cannot get a pink slip for it. Right. And it's Can't register harder to insure. And
1: I bet if you get pulled over by a police officer at the back of your truck and you don't have paperwork, you'll confiscate it or arrest you because you can't have a vehicle that's not registered.
2: Yeah. How does that work? out?
3: So that's what this is going to help.
2: Yeah. And we've spoken about that a few times. We've spoken about how in the past it took over four years for them from the time to get it sorted out. And then basically with a grandfathered in from 98 to 2004, I think is what you said. 2003, mm-hmm. 2004, somewhere in there. And then... Yeah, it um, took them a
3: while to get it. And, the, and
2: Yeah, so I foresee the, that happening with this one as well. It's going to take them a year to...
3: The DMV is... I, I know people personally who have gotten uh, red stickers for their 2022 bikes. I've seen them. I know it. And they weren't supposed to get them. Yeah, and that's, yeah, how- pro- that's probably illegal, too. Well, it's not the rider's fault. That's the state's fault. Oh, so the DMV... Yeah, oh, Are so, they going to take... Yeah, they're going to take... Dave's laughing? What? You're laughing? Go, go right ahead. Uh, you <laughs> just ride along. We're going to go after the... Go- we'll
1: have that governor in jail by 5 o'clock. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you're going to be... Well, you know, here's the thing, and I'm going to do this, is I'm going to swing into the California Highway Patrol next week and, and have them. a little chat with them. Because I well, do that a lot. You. They know me. Because if I have a question... Like when we had this the slingshot, helmet, no helmet, helmet, no helmet, I went directly to the highway patrol. They That's told me a good they said, question. No no problem, you go right ahead, ride, you don't need a helmet. I didn't make it six miles. And I got, he pulled. got pulled over? Yeah. And the guy says he doesn't know what they're talking about in there and come to find out if I would have looked to the bike over really or the thing real good, there's a
3: sticker inside that says you have to wear a DOT a full face. So um, I believe a motorcycle is is uh Designated as having fewer than four wheels.
1: Actually, this is...
3: So that has three wheels. This one, so you don't need... need
1: a motorcycle license, but you need a helmet. Huh. That, that's weird
3: that the definition is crosses that way.
2: I didn't... I had no idea. I just learned something new today.
3: That you need a motorcycle license to drive anything with fewer than four wheels. Right.
1: But you... No. You don't need a license to drive a sing, slingshot. That has the two wheels in the front? Yep. And the one in the rear, right? Just like a, just like a Polaris, uh-huh. just they're all the same. Now, on a Polaris, you have to have a motorcycle license, and I think the only the only thing I can figure out, and I haven't bothered because I'm not a fan of those, is that there you're not surrounded by a body. Where in the slingshot you have a complete. Oh, you're sitting down. Though. Yeah, well, you're sitting on top of it, just like you would a motorcycle. But in a slingshot, you're actually in it. It doesn't have doors, but you're in it, and it's got a roll cage, and it's got a big windshield, and a steering wheel, and a seat brake- belt, huh? yeah. a seat belt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's
2: seat belts. Uh-huh. Three, the two-seater. Point, 3
1: point harness, just like a car. Yeah. From the back of your uh, slingshot to the front is a car. From the from your back of your seat to the back, it's a motorcycle. It's a belt drive, single tire, uh, swing arm. Single sided swinger, hmm.
3: so interesting. Yeah, I've never driven one. They're a, they're a blast to drive. Are they?
2: I rented the one you can rent and drive around downtown for a little bit. But
1: now, are you talking about a slingshot or those cute I, little yellow? It's things? like
2: the, yeah, it's like a cute little yellow. That what is,
3: is this? difference? Is night and day. <laughs> Dave, is that slingshot? Is that a high performance vehicle? Like, can well, you uh, really go? You get on a curvy road. What is that thing like? Oh, it hauls freight. I mean, that thing is stupid fast for the weight of it is. It used
2: to run
1: a cruise Chevy four-cylinder. but I they... first
2: see me renting one on Turo. Yeah,
1: but that wasn't a little yellow. A little yellow thing is...
2: Well, no, the slingshot. Yeah, I don't... I, but I... The only so you can rent, I you <laughs> can rent
1: slingshots. You can go... To, there's Eagle Rider and... Or Turo.
3: Turo. There's a bunch of them that you can just go rent it for the day there's or the rent ride. it for the weekend.
2: I totally have to try this out.
3: So, Dave, it's like a sports car with... Mm-hmm. That you're outside and it has one rear wheel. Yeah, but you really can. You accelerate hard. You can corner hard. You mm-hmm. can brake hard. Oh, mm-hmm. awesome. Wow, mm-hmm. what fun! they a hoot. I've had I've had a, a,
1: a lot of fun with them.
2: That's awesome. So
1: yeah. Uh, in fact, when we take a break, I'll show you a picture of of an offshoot of that bike. That you can get, uh, and it, I can't think of the name of it to save my life. And I should have wrote it down someplace, but unfortunately. I,
3: I believe KTM also has uh, a two front wheel, one rear wheel vehicle. Yeah, like and I think that's exactly what I. Is that what you're thinking of? Well, if I,
1: I mean, Would you know it if you've seen a picture of it? Yeah, probably orange. Oh, my goodness. Look at that back. Is that, I, I don't,
3: that doesn't look like it. Yeah.
1: But that thing is oh. also stupid fast.
2: Yeah, that looks Oh, you drove cool. one of
1: those? Oh, yeah. A, that's Very interesting.
2: How big is a fat tire on that? Not like 20-inch? Massive. 30-inch tire? Jeez.
3: And it just... They put traction control on it so look you're at the not the Look at the around. exhaust off the side.
1: Oh, wow. It's got side pipes on it as big yeah. as a Cobra. Don't burn yourself.
2: What's that called? Well, no, no, it's it, called a wheel. The
1: Vanderhall.
2: Vanderhall? I thought it was a wheel. Yeah, this is <laughs> the, the wheel's van. so big on the back of
1: but it. But it's a Vanderhall. <laughs> it's got beautiful wood grain interior. I can't think of that. And this one is called the Venice, Ooh. like Venice Beach. Yeah. Yeah, they have different ones. And, no, it's, uh, it I got to go back and so, grab another one of those. I don't think I have a front picture of it. It's a little on the... That's it from the behind. It's
2: a little on the ugly oh, yeah, side. yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, a little it's... bit on the ugly side.
1: All right, let's take a quick break. You're listening to S-T-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM one AM
2: 1170.
1: The answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to S-T-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM one AM 1170.
2: The answer.
1: This segment is brought to you by S&S magazine if you're uh, into the off-road wonderful world of san diego off roader magazine is the best go to ssorm.com it's been around since the early 80s steve and sherry have done such a stellar job keeping the off-road community informed on events uh, whether you're buying or selling product uh, fun stuff to do for the whole family events fundraisers motorcycle classes you name it, Steve and Cherry have had their fingers in it, and they live out in the Borrego area. So you know if nobody knows it better than Steve and Cherry. Go to ssorm dot com, subscribe online, and stay informed. Mm-hmm. Also, PRMI Mortgage. If you're uh, in the military, maybe you want to do a, a GI Bill home, or maybe you want to do a reverse mortgage, or maybe you just want to refi uh if anybody has advice for you it's chris wiley all you have to do is reach out to chris tell him you heard it right here on S D O R C radio and he will hook you up and the phone number is
2: 619-722-1303
3: all right so what's next on your list of happy news so we uh, have been given a kiosk on wheeler road near superstition mountain um Uh, Our organization, the San Diego Off-Road Coalition, has been given one to decorate the way uh, we would like within parameters. And so, uh, Tread Lightly, uh, Mindy at Tread Lightly offered to help us. So, we're going to have a a phone call with her uh, this coming week. And Nicole Honstead, who's been in the studio with us on occasion, uh, Audrey's uh, Rebel Rally partner, and the Secretary of SDRC, she's offered to help. I... I want to help, but my um, artistic skills are kind of limited, and I, it's good to know when you are challenged. So I want it to happen. I'll be I'll help with the content, but the actual layout of stuff and the colors and the font and all that I'm not sure. Why don't you so, contact the so uh,
1: person that designed the new Padre uniforms?
3: <laughs> I
1: I think that'd no be idea. perfect. Wow, you're not familiar with that?
2: Oh no, that uh... wait—is
1: that baseball?
2: I just seen it's very colorful, right? Wouldn't
1: you love to wear one of those at a baseball game? And yeah, ninety nine percent all negative they, i thought you know it's it's
2: not our colors it's, it's, it's not anybody's not even, colors i don't know what it is i
1: don't know what they were thinking but boy like the one guy said marshall's is going to have a discount rack real big i just remember
2: stuff. scrolling through and and did, was it was it rainbow or was it rastafari it, no, i forget what nobody
1: it was, knows it looks like arizona tea if you look at Arizona Tea with the turquoise and the orange, yeah,
2: the, I yeah. oh yeah, about, I no, thought no, it was white right. and brown. No, no, no these are. Am I dated. It's like um.
1: They just came out with it. Bright
2: pink, fuchsia, and, and and the
1: Padres are just so excited about these new colors. Oh, look what at that! What is that
2: turquoise?
1: That's <sighs> an odd I just color. don't get. Do you know how much harassment they're going to get across the league wearing those? To yeah. like say, you know, different different cities and just what were you people th- I mean did you really have a vote
3: on this it's some odd looking uniforms and motocross yeah um, but, but just, that's, this. that's just weird Motocross wouldn't wear that.
2: I like our light brown Padre. Oh, I, our stripes. I, our, I even been, like the dark. Ones. I like the the yellow. It's like well, a gold yellow. Well, it's kind of and a Padre. Our, Get it, Padre. Our, Get yeah, it? yeah, it? yeah. You know, because you know, we have a couple of missions here in San Diego. Somebody, that,
1: somebody said, whoever's in that department, they're woke.
2: They look like they look like
1: woke colors.
2: They a little bit.
1: They do. We mean a little bit. I mean, it's just
2: wow. So we're excited for our, our new kiosk. Uh, when you
1: think kiosk, you think of a two wheel cart that's out that rolls around the shop. It's center. a
2: sign at uh, the entry. Sign. Yeah. So oh, as you're sign. coming in down, oh. into superstition, you're going down Wheeler Road. Um, it, right after. So stay there. The it's like uh, eight feet
3: tall, about yeah six or eight feet wide. Oh, okay. And it so has it's a, a billboard. On it's, a, it's a yeah. Yeah, it's like a small billboard. Kiosk. So they're we can, called. I did make to, up that doesn't name. Doesn't go to
1: shopping centers either. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't been to, I haven't been to a mall. Hasn't decades. been to Parkway Plaza in a while. I don't know. They're right next know. to the electric tractor or trains that you I can I go arrive.
3: by University Town Center, UTC. Yeah, but you, know, you got to go there in,
1: in and see what a kiosk looks in. like. No, I got better things okay. to do. Yeah, but they sell motorcycle parts. No, they don't. No, they don't. How they do you know? you never been there. I guarantee they don't. I would have heard. No, you didn't even hear so, about the uniforms.
3: That's baseball. What do I know about <laughs> baseball?
1: Let's see if motocross, I have nothing against see if motocross picks up that outfit.
3: Yeah, um, they, they might. You, you know, know individual on a motocross riders, bike, that may not be bad.
2: No. Individual wants, riders. Yeah, they, they want Because you want to be bright style. and you want to be seen. Yeah.
3: Yeah, They've, in the old days Style riders wore definitely. the the a uniform. They wore an outfit that matched their motorcycle. A Honda guy rode a red motorcycle. Yep. He had Yamaha red leathers. Blue. He Yamaha had a red jersey. Yep. Yep. Now you see these cr- like colors that don't even Well, they're billboards. Have clothes.
1: But if you really want to go old guys, it was Levi's in a T-shirt with a pack of cigarettes rolled up was, on the left Well, I side. didn't
3: have the cigarettes, <laughs> but I had the construction boots and the jeans. Yeah, that's that was that. that, that was, was me at the beginning. Back in the day. I know. You know, there was a race yesterday, a motocross race. Yes, there was. Uh, at Redbud uh, in Michigan. Yep. Oh. And I yep. watched it at Gary DeForest's house, and I sat next to Marty Tripe's. And Marty said he remembers that track. That's one of his favorite tracks he raced. And he can do laps on that track in his mind. Mm. Well,
2: yeah, uh,
1: that's the key to a successful motorcyclist is close your eyes. 50 years later or whatever.
2: Yeah,
1: Yeah, but he's he's still got all his faculties.
3: Yeah, he does. He's still a sharp guy.
1: Most of your motocross guys, unless they've bounced on their head (laughs) about three or four times,
3: have got pretty good faculties, really, when
1: you come right down to
3: it. There's a few... uh, few Concussions out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah we yeah. had Marty and, uh, in our Racer radio show. Sat right where you sat. Mm-hmm. Tribes? Yep. How mm-hmm. long ago? A couple of months. We have, you nice. wouldn't believe some of the world famous motocross guys we've had in here. It's just oh. insane. Please tell me more. I want to know. Well, you could invite them. <laughs> I mean, this is kind of a, a show that would fit their needs, right? Just yeah. Normal. All you'd have to do is invite them. It's all about talent and letting people hear stories. That's why we, we, we. It's the only reason we bring them in. Uh, Brittany's dad is super into you know, vintage motocross. I mean, we've had... Who is that? Uh, Brittany, my co-host. Sandoval. She's had... I mean, they know all of them. Uh, what was it? Smokin' Joe? Mm-hmm. I can't think of his last name. But he's world-class. I mean, we've had... People from Europe actually come over to be on our show. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's And Smoking Joe's in his seventies. He still races and wins. Uh, who else do we have? I oh, that I should write all this stuff down. I, but my, Please do. Oh. But we'll just the
3: motorcycles I wanna know.
1: All you gotta do is listen to the show. Yeah. Because the majority of what we do in our first segments, except for today because she's in San Francisco, but, you know, they're they're vintage uh, motocross guys, you know. I mean, and I just sit
3: here in awe because, you know, these are the guys that I've watched back in the day. Mm. Um, uh, I'm planning to race one uh, this coming Saturday yeah. at Lake Elsinore. Yeah. Well,
1: most of them will probably
3: be there. They'll
1: All right, so where, so where are we at now? We so are we've, we've done with news. Cleaned out my list. Yeah. Okay, good.
2: We cleaned out the list. <laughs> it's a
3: light <laughs> it's a light week on uh off road politics. Which is good. Yeah. Which is good. We don't like it when there's a lot of stuff because ninety nine percent of the time when things happen, it's against us. It hurts us. Um Sherry uh Kukla from the magazine uh emailed me and said Somebody tried to get the combination for the um, the Otai uh, Otai Mountain Trail truck trail lock, and they wouldn't give it to them. So, oh, that sucks. I I don't know. Well, they're think, not supposed to, are they? I think the Border Patrol has been uh, turning the screws on them. No, there was they were supposed to allow legitimate off-road vehicle users to go through the gate. Yeah, it's the bad guys who are running the people they shouldn't be. Bringing through there, they are supposed to be stopped, but the law-abiding citizens are supposed to be able to go through. So I find it frustrating.
2: That is frustrating.
3: Really,
1: I heard. Yeah. oh, Okay. Yeah, I heard no one was allowed up there.
2: No, we we
3: had yeah they put a combo
2: at first there was a key on it for the first few weeks and there was an issue with Pico because it takes them sometimes it was taking them up to an hour to To come come over to the gate and unlock and open the gate for people to go through um because they had to come and come do it they switched the lockout and put a combo on it and started giving the combo out to legitimate people i'm pretty sure we even shared the I think combo. we
3: mentioned it on the uh, air once. I think,
2: I think we may have mentioned it live on air. Um, Which
3: probably wasn't a to, very good idea. Uh, it was fine maybe. because they changed the combination periodically. Yeah. So they, oh, people know it. All right, they'll <coughs> go change it. So it wasn't such a bad thing.
2: But no. it was fun. Yeah. But now, that, I mean, and that trail gets used all the time. There's a few people. Every
3: day. People want to go day. drive on that. Yeah. Like multiple, multiple times a day. It's just sad they closed. So so Otai Mountain Truck Trail, the the gate was closed by Homeland Security because bad guys were bringing in illegal uh, people. Uh, They could actually walk across the border on the other side. There's no – remember Trump talked about making a fence. There's no fence on a portion because it's on the mountain. The terrain is steep and difficult. There's no fence there. People walk across. They walk up the mountain, and then somebody goes and picks them up. And takes them to their new life. Yeah. And there has been some problems. There's been some chases. There's been some accidents. Even one person died in an accident. And so Homeland Security, the, the Customs Border Patrol, said we got to close this trail uh, temporarily. They said temporarily, not permanently, but for some amount of time. They want the bad guys to change the way they operate. And to go away, and then they'll open it again.
2: There's actually an illegal that went missing this last week. A female that went missing this last week who was traveling over. She was last seen. um, Her phone was last pinged in Hamul, um, but she pinged in Del Zura. She was coming over through Del Zura, um, which that's where I lived. That's where I had. I had the, um, i I lived on a hundred acre horse ranch up off a of near maroon Valley Road, which is where you would go to to go to the South Bay Rod and gun club mm-hmm. um off of what what a corner it's called freezer road um, and I would have illegals come through our property quite frequently my my clothes were stolen um, they would actually even eat the dog food um you and, put clothes
3: on a line and you'd find out they yeah
2: I always hang dry my clothes Should I, burn, you know, I should I dry. let her go What do you mean? Should I let her go? Who?
1: The one that's missing.
2: Oh, should I let her go? I was, oh you my caught God, me she, off guard.
1: She's, she's taking care no. of my dogs. She's in Alpine. She's picking up. <laughs> she made it
2: all the way to Alpine. All right. I
1: was only, I was only joking, folks. Turn off the fire engines. Okay. I know.
2: I know. Um, yeah, no, I, I, but I, you know. Dave has a
3: canine ranch in Alpine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Hurting, um, hurting the dogs.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, that's it's just more reasons why we need to fix this problem. All right, let's take a quick break. You're listening to STORC Dirt Radio, FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy.
2: The answer.
1: All right folks, welcome back to STORC Dirt Radio. FM 961 AM
2: 1170. The answer. All right.
1: This segment is brought to you by K&J Termite and Pest Control. If you got bugs and this is the season, you definitely need these folks to come by. If you tell them you heard it right here on S T O R C Dirt Radio, you might even get a little bit of a discount. Just tell them Audrey sent you. 619-441-7378. Yep. All right, so what's coming up uh, other than people should be joining S-T-O-R-C.
2: On July 17th, on Sunday, July 17th, I will not be in studio. I will be out at Pacific Island Brewery staging for our car show that starts at 1 o'clock. It'll go from 1 to 5. I will be calling in from Pacific Island Brewery um, and and broadcasting from there. Do we have a KUSI
1: uh, segment for that?
2: You were booked. I thought we talked... Last week, because you said that too, and then you said you were booked between now and then. Mm,
1: thought I seen something. All okay, right.
2: well, if you have time, I'll make time. I'll go in late to work, or you know, oh, no, Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday to Saturday, no, it's a Saturday, Sunday. Or Sunday. Yeah, yeah. You, you let me know. I'll, I'll come like, in
1: what so, no, uh, is it the 17th you got
2: Sunday July 17th at Pacific Iron Brewery you got a, a Baja bug you got a buggy you got a sand rail come on down you got a Jeep you got a Yoda any type of pre-runner um, you got a three-wheeler or a dirt bike and you want to show your toy off I could bring, bring it down we need your support It'll we're going to do $20 uh, buy-in for uh, that's the donation to SDORC I'll have to catch me. Uh, if you're if you don't have the time to bring your car down. You're, you're, you're working on it. Something's broke. It's in the shop. Um, come down anyway. Have a beer with us at Pacific Iron Brewery. And it's People's Choice Awards. So be the judge. Have that Hawkeye and come out and cast your vote for the car show. It'll be Sunday, July 17th from 1 to 5 p.m. Um, Fine rides and friend Sherry Hendrickson is co hosting it with us. She's been doing a weekly car show on Sundays at Pacific Island Brewery. Um, each Sunday is usually a different theme, different guys that come in there, different clubs that come in and and hang out. And you're more than welcome to go down there on any given Sunday. Um, and while well, I think delicious
3: beer and they have uh different food vendors come down also
2: yeah yeah they have different food trucks and different um taste every night is a different food that's there basically they're open wednesday to sundays um i
3: think they were playing bingo one night one of the rooms i was there yeah when we went to look around yeah like they have fun things going on besides just sitting around drinking beer
2: It's a good brewery.
3: Seems like more and more breweries are doing that. Have you ever been to B&S? Yes.
2: (laughs) Yes.
1: Yeah, we have. If you like barbecue, go on a Thursday night.
2: Yeah. And then I think their third Thursday of the month, third Thursday of the month is off-road night. Oh, really? Yeah, EBS. Yeah. 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 Yes. You play they're, corn. You play they're cornhole. They're... Yes.
1: Man, those <laughs> people are stupid serious.
2: Dude, me and my husband just seen. Um, I have Hulu. I pay for Hulu Live, and me and my husband just seen they had cornhole World Series I, championships in said. Las Vegas, like you, hardcore, that's like hardcore. hardcore. Yeah. Like I didn't realize people get down. I mean, uh, cornhole is serious. serious. Yeah, yeah, serious.
1: Mm-hmm. I was blown away too. But in fact. The professionals do it inside with air conditioning, and the rookies are out back of the building, you know, in the heat. Well, it's shaded, so. But I wanted to bring that up because my neighbor goes down there. I mean, he works with the pork belly barbecue guy, and yum! I I can never get down there quick enough for the brisket. So I'm going to go down uh, next (laughs) Thursday at 4:30. He gets there at four. There early, man, because I never get it. It sells out so fast, and people just. He says he can't. He just can't keep it in. Mm-hmm. So,
2: that sounds really good,
1: but yeah, and breweries are good places to, to put on events.
2: Yeah, they are. Yeah. They they have space. They have the right. usually mm-hmm. an open outdoor patio area. Yeah. That'd be
1: a good thing for you guys to do your SDRC meetings instead of one place. Just kind of move around to different. Different breweries.
2: Yeah, we've talked about that with the general meeting. It's It'd just kind of fun. We've been at Ranch House for over thirty years. Yeah, I know. It's been it's been at Maybe Ranch 20. House for.
3: I think twenty, at,
2: at least twenty years. Well, I'm I, just saying. I mean, so I used to go been, to other
3: places. Yeah,
2: yeah so I mean, you so could still
3: go to Ranch, but I mean, just I would. I,
2: I mean, air
3: would be heartbroken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In that <laughs> I mean, case, never mind.
2: I don't know. It's
3: no. I'm all about loyalty, so I, I would. I, I'm all. They about have loyalty. a nice room. They don't charge us.
2: Uh, easy parking. Okay, room.
3: Easy freeway I'm access. Not saying it's a
2: nice
1: room. Well, it's got a roof I don't on
2: really it. Say it out loud.
1: It's got a roof on it. Windows and doors and
3: a bathroom. There you okay, go. Can we? Yeah. Can we bring in pizza? Would that be a problem? <laughs> <laughs> now they'd throw you out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, um, something different. I've had everything on the menu ten times. Yeah. 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 So uh, you meant uh, this section was sponsored by K&J Termite.
2: Kelly and Justin, Termite and Pest Control. So
3: Pam and Mm -hmm. Kelly... Are donating the kids prizes to the lost lizard fun run, yes again this year, Yes. like last year they're yes. gonna be helping us again this they are year. a
2: huge support for this off road coalition so and what we really do because we spend anywhere from a thousand to two thousand on on just the thirty, even though it's usually just the, the same prizes. things just on the kids' prizes the bicycles, and then the bikes the yeah mini bikes,
3: yeah. and all the smores uh mm-hmm. like the bag with the the games and the smores uh, equipment. And the, the long so the... So Lost for the- Lizard
2: is coming up. It'll so be I, on so, s- Saturday, Saturday, November 5th. I
3: went to Jerome's
1: and I bought a new love seat since the one I have is finally wore it out. And I I got a Jerome's barbecue kit. So I'll donate that to the Lost Lizard. Oh.
2: Oh, fantastic. Wow. Thank you very much. It's really,
3: really. It's in a nice that's velcro a barbecue. Yeah. So, so is it that's like a, nice a smaller barbecue? Yeah. Or, or is it something well, no, that goes with you? Pay attention?
2: It's the kit. So don't you watch TV? It's the flipper. No, I don't it's have the tongs. The it's tongs, the scrubber. It's the, the, scrubber,
1: it's the, the, knife, the knife.
2: Yeah, it's, the,
1: it's really the nice. Tools the tools
2: nice. that you use for your barbecue. Ah, instead, of your,
1: that. instead of your bare hands.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. So this week was an awesome week. I went on Wednesday, drove up to Temecula after work. Um, Oh, my God. Two and a half hours. I was was stuck in traffic. It was was a nightmare. I I got there late. Um, The show started at at four thirty or five, I got there at almost six. And it was almost um, over. And, no, it went until ten. I left there at nine forty-five and headed home after talking, um, made some face with some good people, had some great conversations. Huge shout out to Temecula Jeep and Off Road um, and Jeep Doctor. They were there. Um, and uh, are
1: they all going the, the show? The
2: Mavens of Mayhem for uh, Arc Trooper Jesse Puffenberger. They put on a great event. There was anywhere from 30 to 50 vendors the entire parking lot was packed full there was a lot wow. of foot traffic a lot of people were there okay. beautiful vehicles raised a lot of money um they did raise a decent amount of money they had a gorgeous raffle the raffle started at 7 and it ended at 9:30 jeez um yeah so wow. it was it, and they had a huge crowd um so I, I went around um the great thing that i i did was last year um We, uh, I gotta look her up really quick because I'm gonna say her name. Um, last year, on the day of the fun run, we ran into an issue and had, um, to find an emt that day our emt was on his way out his tire blew out he was changing his tire he ended up getting heat stroke himself that morning it was a warm day something along those i don't exactly fun. remember what happened yeah our emt for the fun run last year and we didn't have an emt and and we have to have an emt so we went around we reached out to everybody and there was a group of firefighters that was out there for their annual trip they go out for a veterans weekend to superstition every single year and these firefighters stepped up. Um, Catherine and her husband Jeff um, were were huge. They totally helped us out. Um, and I'm Robinson. There you go. Jeff Robinson and his wife Kate um, or Catherine but Kate um, it, they have a side by side and they stepped up and he was our EMT I put his name down on the paperwork I, I I had him check in with the Bureau of Land Management Ranger that was there we had our safety talk it was great everything worked out and it worked out in about an hour's time frame from about 7 in the morning to 8 in the morning it wow. couldn't have played out any better I mean when when things just have to happen and, and mm. I ran into Kate Robinson on Wednesday night. At the meetup. Wow. Yes. And um, the annual firefighters trip is Veterans Weekend, so we are out of all of the firefighters, but her husband is going to try and take the day off. So shout out to Jeff Robinson. He's going to put his request in now so that he can take Saturday the 5th off of work and at least be a day trip out there, bring their side by side out and help us for the lost lizards. So we have our EMT. So that's huge news. Um, Just running into people like that who are willing to volunteer their time and do you know what's Needed. We need more people to step up. Um, I'm, we're really behind right now. We usually have the flyers we, done. We, we had usually have a meeting
3: and we uh, had a lot of holes, places where we need people to help with different, different parts of the event.
2: Uh, this coming Tuesday is our general meeting uh, at the ranch house at six from seven. Is uh, chair dancing and and BSing. Okay. If We want to come down for dinner and have you dinner, dinner. You can seven and then and talking. Yep, and then from seven to eight, sometimes nine. Um, we we t- review and talk over things. Yeah. Um, So come on down and join us there. We, we're going to definitely be talking to Lost Lizard and planning and what's needed and what's coming up. Um, we're going to do our new theme, get it laid out. And then hopefully by the 17th, we'll have some flyers printed. Hopefully the goal would be for the next, uh hopefully by the 13th. The 13th is the El Cajon Off-Road Night Show um, where it's we walk and pass Wednesday. flyers. Yes. So All right. We need to
1: get All to right. work. SDRC.org. Gi- sign up. $25 a year. All right. Don't go anywhere. San Diego Automotive Museum is coming up next. Brought to you by Woo. Attorney King right here on FM 96.1. AM 1170.
2: The answer